considering it. Welcome to Nickels and Dimes. I'm Bo Nickel. He's the dime. Let's get it. Don't forget to leave a five-star review. If you have questions, comments, leave them, and we'll bring them to the show. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Bro, those can't be the first words you say to me. We haven't seen each other in like three weeks. Oh, man. I know. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. I figured you'd be dressed up for me, dude. Bro, I wore my favorite tank for you. Come on. Oh, yeah, it's your favorite one. All right, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I just forgot my sunglasses to the freaking beach. Oh, well, imagine that. Dude, that, that fit is dope. Yeah. You want me to model it for you? Yeah, give me a little twirl. Hold on one second. Hey, I'm going to go the other way, actually, because the lighting's better. You see here. Work it. Zang. <laughs> Welcome to Nickels and Dimes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love those. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get you one. We'll get you a black one. Do they, come in, do they come in cutoffs? In what? Cutoffs. Oh, it's cut off. I just got a T underneath. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's, that's sick. amazing! Yeah, yeah, we're that, Alaska. Baby. That room looks sick. Are you on the ship? Yeah, so yeah, I'm on the ship right now. Um, are we going? Let's freaking get this episode going. Yeah, we're we're, we're rolling. We're rolling. All right, yeah. So, quick update: Bo and Tony Adventures, <laughs> separate, <laughs> yeah. not usually separate, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, last two weeks I've gone all over the place. Colorado hunting, killed some stuff, killed a turkey, killed a mule deer. We'll get into that later. Um, then went back to PA for a day. Now I'm in Alaska on a freaking cruise, bro. Yeah, so this is our room. Um, this is where we're we're at, dude. This cruise ship's insane. It's like 16 stories. What it is? Yeah, it's huge. It's uh, there's everything in here. There's um, like. 50 different restaurants there's a mall there's a movie theater there's what? tons there's there's i think two or three different pools there's a whole gym there's like 50 coffee shops there's a uh, oh my god what else is there oh there's a casino <laughs> dude it's crazy dude that sounds yeah. awesome i was i was honestly thinking um Cause this is my first time ever on a cruise, so I don't didn't know what to expect. But I was like, "Dude, Tony would lo- would love this. It's <laughs> yeah. definitely a vacation, bro." Sounds. I I didn't know cruise ships are dope. I've heard mixed reviews, but sounds like, yeah. dude, this one's the real deal. So we're lucky we're with Diane because um, our good friend Diane, who is a sweet, sweet old lady, but savage at the same time. She's done, I don't know, 20 years worth of cruises. She's been on this cruise a dozen times. Literally, no exaggeration, a dozen. Yeah. And uh, it's, there you go. <laughs> Forgot I have my blue light glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Don't have to do. 
Nice, nice. That'll do. But yeah, so she's kind of given us all the ins and outs and everything, and she got us to the, buy this. It's like this extra pass that's 500 bucks, but we pretty much get this insane high-end restaurant for every single meal if we want it. And uh, we get all the free drinks we want, so obviously I'm not drinking alcohol, but all the other people Seltzer's are on there. Yeah, dude, so many freaking uh, seltzer with lime, so many little like watermelon lemonades, uh, a ridiculous oh. cappuccino after every meal, bro. Oh. <laughs> it's insane, like, dude. What do you want today, sir? You're like, I think we go a little crazy. Let me get a seltzer with lemon. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> So I'll just give you like kind of a daily schedule. So every day is a little different because we're traveling. So there's some days where we see um, different things, but it's basically you get up in the morning, like eight, 9 a.m. You go to a absolutely fire breakfast. It's just everything you want. Super fire. The waiting staff, they're all the best, of the best. They're so nice and friendly, but they just do a great job. They never mess your order up or anything. They all know your name and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, they get your breakfast, get your coffee, all that, and then you kind of can either chill or do activities. So today we visited the Hubbard Glacier, largest glacier in North America. And wow. so, yeah, it's crazy. I'll send you pictures. So we saw um, this massive glacier, and we, we got up to like a half a mile from it. And, um, yeah, so we got like right up next to this glacier, and – just kind of sat and looked at it and it, it does this thing it's called calving we're basically look through, look through all those photos okay. if they come through but uh it's like oh they're not sent yet but they're, they're coming but anyways it's like piece of the glaciers break off into the water and it's insane it's so cool it makes a crazy noise and um yeah so we did that for a couple hours and then we went back to uh get more food so we just got like burgers and dogs because we didn't want to go to the for some reason they didn't want to go to the nice place today so we just got a bunch of burgers and dogs and fruit and stuff nice and uh yeah now we're here now we're on this excuse me nice little zoom. but yeah bro. Sick, bro then we're just gonna go to a super fire dinner tonight so they have a really nice place i was telling you about they got an italian spot they got a french spot uh, they have a sushi spot yeah they have Osaka on board. They have Osaka on board. Aston. <laughs> wow. Doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, that sounds like a like a high end one. That, it that, is. That, that, I'd be into that. Yeah, our our girl Diane said this is the best. They said she said this is the best one. Yeah, I saw you guys. Uh, I saw you, her, and Matt all in the casino lined up together. I was like, they must be going off. <laughs> Dude, she's a savage. You know? she likes she likes playing. Uh, she's like keeps bringing it up, and she's like, uh, she's like, Did you go to the casino last night? And I was like, no, I I turned in early because I just uh, when you when you're at port, the uh, casino um, it closes because they don't want to pay Alaskan tax. Got it. So we were at port yesterday, and so the casino was closed all day until like eleven. So I was like, yeah, "I'm just gonna go to bed, hit it tomorrow." And she's like, "And yeah." So I said, she asked me if I was there last night. I was like, "No, no, we didn't go." Blah blah. blah. And she's like, "Oh, tonight though." <laughs> like, and I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "We're back. <laughs> we're gonna hit it again tonight." Um, uh, have you got off the ship at all? 
Yeah, so we got off the ship yesterday. We went to um it's called Icy Point and basically just we just walked up and we did a little hike and uh Gabby and Matt um they did a zip line. It was like insane thirteen hundred foot drop zip line. And uh yeah, we just walked around and we saw some whales, saw um uh, Saw a bald eagle. I got a pretty dope bald eagle feather. I don't know where I went, but let me find it. Yeah, I found a sick bald eagle feather. Dang. Now, did you remove that feather manually, or did you find it? No, I just asked him for it, and he was like, yeah, you seem cool. Okay, gotcha. He was like, yeah, sure, sure. None of these other people could have one, but you got it. That's dope. Yeah. Now, yeah, what about all your meat? Did you get that shit back? Yes. Yeah, so all the meat. So basically, let's go back to the let, let, let's get into the hunting now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've just been training here, so I don't have much to share. So I just want to hear about your, your escapades. So we'll talk about hunting and then and then uh, we'll, we'll break it down and then we'll get into a little bit of training, a little bit yeah. of what we actually do as a profession. <laughs> so. So. Uh, all right. Yeah. So out in Colorado, mule deer hunting, um, spot and stock archery. So early season you basically the deer the deer the activity kind of depends on the weather you know like if it's colder they'll be moving a lot but if it's hot it's really tough hunting you know there's not a lot going on so basically first day i get out we see a nice buck probably two miles away like all the way down we're at the top of this kind of ridge like all the way down at the bottom so we jump or we we get on our boots and we get down and we get down to like probably a half of uh from there we stalked it all the way in i got to 63 yards right around 63 Mm -hmm. and basically the wind was good the whole time it's going into us and then right at the end it just and so it's making noise and when it's coming into you they also can't smell you if the wind's going away from you towards them, they can, they'll, they'll smell you and they'll leave. But the wind was going towards us right when we got close, the wind just completely died. And, uh, so it's super quiet. So he can't smell you, but we're in this thick brush. That's only maybe a foot and a half high. So you have no cover. So I'm like trying to crawl. We, we had already crawled probably 250 yards. And so mm. I'm, trying to crawl, I'm trying to crawl this last, I want to get to like 45, 50 yards. I'm trying to crawl this last 45, 50 yards. And he freaking hears me, stands up. I can't really, I'm trying to stay low so I can't really see him. But uh, I just saw the top of his antlers and I like kind of looked up. And then as soon as I picked my head up, boom, he bounded off. And I was like, damn it. It was so frustrating. It was literally probably 90 minutes of stalking this deer all the way into 60 yards from it. And then it it, it heard me. So it, it wow. he got up and but uh, it wasn't a big deal. So the next morning, that was in the evening. And the next morning, we get up and we go uh, um, out to kind of a similar spot. And there's like a good amount of bucks. There's a couple of big bucks. And uh, we basically just are waiting for them to bed down because it's in the morning. So you have all day to hunt them. You don't want to rush it. So we're waiting for them to bed down. And we see like a one that I really liked. He bedded down, and uh, I was like, all right, we're going to go for him. And then my Uncle Mike, who's guiding me, is like, let's go. Or right, we know where he 
bedded down. Let's go check the river bottom um, and see what's up. So we get in the pickup and we were kind of up in the, a little higher, like in these meadows. One and uh, one's called like the Rose Garden and another one's called uh, Stone Corral. And we were up, so we're up a little higher. And so then we decided to get down to the river bottom and the river bottom is like really dense woods and it's right next to the Colorado river. So we're, we start to drive down and we get out of the truck and uh, we're walking basically to a couple spots that he knows. And we're maybe a year, like right, like basically right on the trail. And uh, we get out of the truck and boom there's like a freaking buck right there and he's like are you gonna shoot it and i'm like dude i'm taking him for sure so he's like so so basically there's a big oak tree and a bush in between me and him and i have a rangefinder, so i lean out and i range him and he's at 25 yards and uh my uncle actually since we were right in the truck he just stayed in the truck and kept going and and because he, he didn't want to like because sometimes the trucks don't really spook him so he just and we were like a yard off of wow. literally right off the road. And so it's like not like a, a, a public road. It's like a, it's like a dirt road that's private back in this private land. And uh, so he just kept going. And um, then I I got behind this the tree. Back, I went back behind the tree in the bush and I drew back. And then I just like slowly walked out in front of the uh, out to the side of the tree so I could see him. And he's facing almost like like pretty pretty sharply away from me and so i'm just holding it and waiting. i'm at 25 yards like really close he turns and takes a step boom i shoot him bam thwack it's like right in perfect shot right in his freaking uh right to the uh inside of his front leg and immediate it's like blood everywhere and i just lift my arms up i was like yes <laughs> Because I knew he was done, bro. And it, it uh, and and the crazy part is, after he took off, he took off um, kind of parallel to where my uncle was driving. So my uncle saw the whole thing, like all Dang. the blood, everything. That's so probably that, crazy. Yeah, he said it was insane, and so he said it was just spraying out. And so I went up, found my arrow, and it was just covered in in blood. And it's kind of this. It, it looks it's red, but it's like clearish, which means that it's uh lungs because it's ox it's super oxygenated oh and so i thought yeah. you had a gun and so you shoot you with your bow oh, i shot him with my bow yeah for oh, sure that's even cooler yeah archery bro and so um smoked him and then uh got my arrow and then full pass through it was like right in the dirt so we knew you know like it really got him good mm -hmm. and uh then we just saw the blood trail and it was super easy. There was, I mean, maybe he went maybe 30 yards and uh, boom, saw him down on the ground. And I was like, thank the freaking Lord. We got him. So basically, uh, basically from there, we just um, gutted him, took him back to the shop and, uh, and uh, skinned him. And then I took the head, got the, the heads getting uh, processed, going to get mounted and stuff. And then we um, nice. took all the meat. And gave it to a, another meat processor, a guy that he makes steaks and different stuff out of it. And, they, dude, they got it back to me in two days. I loaded it up in soft coolers and just carried it through the airport and brought it back home. Really? Yeah. So, I just carried it through. It was heavy. It was, like, probably, I don't know, 80 pounds. But I just it was all frozen. And I just carried it through. And uh, That's amazing. Yeah, then dropped it off in Pittsburgh at Maddie's house. 
at her at her parents' house, and then we um, left the next day for the cruise. Dang. Yeah. You just kill something, have it freaking process, and ship it right back home all fresh. That's yeah, amazing. it's super fresh. It's perfect. Yeah, actually, too, in the we had a couple days after the hunt before I left. Um, it was like maybe two or three days, like I said, where the deer was getting processed uh, by the uh, whoever did it. I forget his, I forget what their company is, but they. Um, anyways, I I went and uh, we did like the same spot and stock hunt style, but for turkey. Mm. Dude, it was super fun. So there are these like big old uh, toms, um, these turkeys. They're like kind of running around in groups, and you basically yeah. are just hiding out and kind of like looking for them and you find them and then you try to head them off where they're headed and then just get a shot on it's like i don't even know what to describe it as. it's like running and it's like running gun dude you're just like running and <laughs> a shot so i smoked one of these turkeys at about 23 yards and so i got a, like a bunch of turkey meat too dang so super pumped that does sound it. fun that's like yeah, a different game yeah, it is. They're on the ground. They're low. They're like running, 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 and they can see you, right? So like, you only really, you can't really sneak up on them. Your only way is to basically just like, if they're going through the woods, run around the other side and try to head them Beat off. Beat them to it. Beat them to it. Yeah. So you're just running the whole time. It's like a game. It's not as a, uh, because the buck, if they see you, then they leave. Like you're never gonna catch them. The turkeys, mm -hmm. you can like, they're, they, they'll they'll run until they can't see you anymore, and then they're kind of slowing down. So you're trying to strategize how to get to them, but. Yeah, that was super fun. So two successes. And then uh, I was going to try to do maybe some elk hunting and, and bear as well. But it was just too hot. You know, early season, the elk are up way high in the mountains and the bear weren't really moving. So I guess it was a really rough winter on bear. There, not a lot of them survived. So Dang. there's not a bear to be seen. But I still have um, New Mexico tag. So archery tag, which I'm going on the 20th. And I'm definitely, I'm in a really good area. It's a, uh, it's a uh, trophy unit. So it's only muzzleloader and archery. So no rifle hunting, wow. which uh, keeps them, keeps them big. And then um, they don't give a lot of tags. It's pretty exclusive. And then I'm going to go back to Colorado after that to get another elk because I still have an elk tag for Colorado and I want to, uh, I want to uh, obviously get that filled. So, and, Late late in September is better. It's colder and they're moving a lot more. That's crazy. Yeah. So then if if everything goes well, you'd have a turkey, mule deer, elk, and bear in one month. Yeah, two elk, hopefully. Wow. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that's lot freaking, of the boys. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. Can't wait to eat all those boys. <laughs> yeah brother you know it. it's gonna be fire man i already got those those mule deer steaks they're ready to go I'm, they look so red and just tasty oh, i haven't had a uh, venison in a while yeah we'll get it going we'll do it up but uh how's florida my man good bro a little less eventful i've been haven't been able to kill as many things um <laughs> but it's been good i got out, out here last monday and uh yeah, it's a little different out here solo. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> it's good. It's it's just been a lot of good, a lot of good work. I've been working with like a bunch of different coaches and a bunch of different guys that I haven't trained with before. So it's just been um, a lot of different looks. And last week was a little crazy. I just like 
uh, when you're not when you're not like with our crew i kind of just got sucked into like doing a bunch of different things just like there's so many there's so many different like training opportunities so last week i trained like every day just doing something um but i'm back into the routine this week so it was good just get like i got like a lot of different perspectives of just um i mean they have like so many coaches out here and each one of them do their own sessions like twice a day along with the practices so um got a good like round view of what each individual coach is like and took a little bit of each um something from each of them and then this week back to kind of normal routine so recovery day today and then sparring work with mike brown tomorrow finish up friday do some jits and probably some more drilling and then a lift saturday and, and head back but it's been it's been solid um definitely like what i needed while you're gone so it was it was uh perfect that's good yeah it's good to get a bunch of different looks i feel like that's probably the best thing about being down there mm -hmm. is the diversity and there's so many guys that are good at different things and coaches that come from different specialties so you get a really broad look at but but everybody's you know world class really high level so you get like a lot mm -hmm. of different styles but everybody's super good at what they do so it helps a lot yeah you've been training with mostly like uh sparring partner wise um first week i started off with guys i'm used to like monty and uh saeed and then this week i've been working with uh a couple of the russian guys that i haven't worked with before so i got some good, good rounds with them and uh probably finish off the week like that and uh and then like last week we did i did like some classes like uh some open classes so then i just like sparred with like seven or eight different guys because we just did like three minute rounds and jumped so that that was good because i can just get like a bunch of different looks in one day mm. and um so yeah it's just it's been it's been good to kind of over the last week and a half just kind of get a, a wide range of other people's style and it's helping me like figure out more how i want to approach each fight for my for my style like what I want to do, what I want to focus on. And then I can adapt to like the different versions of what someone presents to me, but I'm getting a better view of, of what exactly my, st my style and like what I want to do each, each moment of the fight is. Yeah. I feel like that's huge. I feel like developing your style, people don't really think of that, but when you're just starting and you're so new into it, at first you're just kind of trying to learn how to, how to survive what to do how to move and then you can't really and then and then you're kind of working on techniques right like you're just learning how to punch how to mm -hmm. kick how to talk different things like that and then once you kind of got that step down and you start going with more guys then you your style starts to really develop you know i feel like that's kind of what i've been able to do the last um you know few months before for my fight and um maybe a few training camps because it's just when you're so new to it you're just trying to figure out how to like a level you don't really have a lot of room to be creative because you just don't know yeah anything. and then when you start developing of that base that foundation now you get to be creative and and figure out your style figure out what you like how to how to respond when they do certain people do certain things or what what you're trying to even set up you know that type of yeah that, that, that's super important i feel 
Yeah. Yeah. Like this, it feels like this is the first time I'm able to really push myself. Like I'm not able, I'm not like thinking about my body anymore of like protecting this or that, or um, like this last nine months to a year, like since I really committed to full-time MMA training and after all the injuries and stuff, now I feel like I'm finally at a point where my body's holding up, my mind's good. I'm like, like clearer when I'm training to where, like you said, I'm not just trying to survive and like get, back into shape and I can actually just be creative and figure out okay this is what I want to be doing this is what I don't want to be doing and I'm and I'm able to just um be in that better perspective of putting yourself into training instead of like trying to hold back you know what I mean yeah absolutely yeah it's it's just that building that comfort you know building that um that confidence and and I think just that's just time, right? Like it just takes a little yeah. time. You can't go from all of a sudden doing something to doing something completely different and then be a hundred percent confident. You know, it just takes the more you're in there, the more you're used to it and figuring that type of stuff out. I think, you know, it's no rush and uh, that, that stuff will come, you know, like you said, we have a lot of different looks, a lot of different coaches, people teaching us different stuff, but then it kind of at a certain point becomes on us to figure out our style and yeah. how we, I would want to fight. So, but that's, I think the most fun part of it too. You know, once you can figure that out, how you want to fight your style, then everything else becomes way, way more fun. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's been good. I, uh, you're not out here, so I haven't done much, uh, other than training. I haven't gone out to eat much or anything like that. I haven't seen, I, I saw Zach this weekend. We, uh, chilled at the beach and went to church and hung out. Um, and then I'll probably reward myself. I might stop by the, the office this weekend and then reward myself with the Greek place. Cause I gotta, you know, I gotta hit the Greek place while I'm out here. I know you got it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I was going to ask you if you've seen, you've seen Smackerias. Yeah. Yeah. We hung out this weekend and then he, he left to Vegas. Uh, one of his uh, fighters is fighting this weekend. So um, I got to see him this weekend and then, yeah, I'm just going to, Probably Saturday after I finish the week, sit down there solo, order up those lamb chops, get the the pita, the skolaya, the tzatziki, oh, the get, the, get the freaking shrimp, geftetas, and then finish off with that delightful rice pudding. Oh my gosh! Right <laughs> <laughs> about it. This is so ah, uh, that place is amazing, man. So good. And and I'm at the same Airbnb, so it's right by the beach, which is nice. I've been going to the beach a bunch. And, oh, that's uh, perfect. How did you find it? Did I send you the, the link? No, I uh I was on the email, so they kept hitting me up. So I just booked huh? I booked directly with them and they're mad cool. So nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's so nice being right by the water. That's what we'll do from now on then is we'll book directly with them and until we buy buy a spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Tony, when's your fight? You haven't told October. Uh, oh yeah, I should have I should have done that last time. Um October twenty second in Houston. So it's with Fury FC. I signed a multi multi fight deal with them and we got an opponent. So it was basically just up for grabs. Whoever can find me an opponent, I would sign with and they came in, so they got the deal done. And yeah, we're about mm, five and a half weeks out so just getting ready feeling good 
and excited to finally get one in before this year ends and I go off and get married. Lover boy. <laughs> uh, fun stuff, man. Fun stuff. I think, uh, yeah, is there anything else that's been going on? I feel like, I don't know. I don't have anything. What's up with you, Ronan? How's the cribbo? You guys, remember that conversation we had about what you guys would do if you guys were on the deserted island than what I would do? <laughs> I'm bored I'm bored out of my mind. Nothing to do. <laughs> nowhere to go. We'll um, be back soon, Yeah, I need you guys to come back. I need, like, to actually have something to do. Live a little longer. <laughs> yeah, but we're uh, it's place is coming along. It's getting there. I got like uh, my TVs came in. You're in my where I'm in like the living room right now. So got the couch. Got uh, got your new furniture getting ordered on Friday. So studio will be together when Let's you guys go. get back. But um, yeah, man. That's pretty much it. There, there's nothing else. I went to a football game. That was awful. But <laughs> I got invited to a football. Dan invited me to the Texas A&M and the Florida game. I just couldn't do it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, we got to talk about this. I absolutely dominated my first week of better fantasy football. Really? Some of these ATT so guys good, have been bro. talking trash on you. No, no. The ATT, different league, different league. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I didn't realize they play by different they're they're honestly I'm I'm kind of throwing that whole league in the trash because <laughs> they played by different they play by different rules. I never played the rules that they play. So the whole scoring, everything's so so different. So I, I drafted like absolute an, an idiot an idiot. Got it. Because so normally I play in what's called PPR, so you get point a point per reception. They don't play that, so running backs are so much more important. So I didn't, I didn't really draft running back heavy, or else I I would have done something completely different. But you know, it is what it is. I'm gonna take the L there probably. <laughs> so yeah, those dudes are definitely talking crap. But uh, my better league, my team, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna. If I win that league, I'm I get two Super Bowl tickets. What? Yes, and oh, I get that's like, the league to win then. And fifty k. <laughs> yeah, bro. So let me give you the lowdown. Start on with that. that. What the hell? Let me give you the lowdown. <laughs> yeah. Start with that. I don't right? care about the Super Bowl tickets. Actually, <laughs> I just thought it was cool. You know, a few of his players overperformed. He was coaching them up, and uh, they they did well. But ultimately, they just ended up getting steamrolled by by a far and away better team, which you know were my guys. But uh, nothing you could have done about it. I put up a league high one hundred and forty two point three points. I think the next closest was one hundred and twenty, maybe. Um, Mikey Locks. I don't know. I remember what he was at. It was you know really in my rear view, so I wasn't paying attention to his score, but. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm looking looking good. I'm I'm dominating. I got Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard putting up big numbers. Tua had a great week. Calvin Ridley. I just got a bunch of absolute savage playmakers on the team, and uh, you know, I, I I'm 
I'm feeling like there's a chance that one or two of these guys could take a win from me at some point during this season, the regular season, but it's really my league to lose at this point. So I'm going to just keep coaching my guys up and hopefully they'll continue to. Well, from my, my football expertise, it sounds like you have a very well-rounded team. You know, it doesn't sound like you have anyone who's crazy going out there, but I just saw Aaron Rodgers. That's very sad. Something like like you, you don't have like any any crazy stud like that, but you have a very well rounded deep team, just from my knowledge. Yeah, man. But it's funny because the while the team is very well rounded and very deep, I got guys that are gonna week in, week out be top performers. So, you know, I mean, it's it, it's really about that consistency at the end of the day. And I just got consistent playmakers, you know. So for me, it's it's about being consistent. It's about you know, doing well and, and putting up a, a good average, but it's also about making plays at the end of the day. You got to go out there. You got to make plays. You got to do it big. And uh, that's what I we had. Know. Henry had like a, you know, a 50 yard reception, Tony Pollard, two touchdowns. He didn't even have to finish the game because the Cowboys were dominating to a 36, 34 win over the chargers had a couple touchdowns to Tyreek, you know, just, it's looking good. It's looking good. Let's just let's just put it that way. I got a lot of people reaching out for trades, wanting to kind of piggyback off me. Um, I won't name names. You know, uh, Derek from Better Media, he's been reaching out. Um, I'm not like I said, I'm not going to name names, but a lot of these guys, Derek uh, included, are, are <laughs> wanting to specifically. Wanting to they're wanting to suckle on the teat of the the current champ. So it's uh it's something that is really. I find myself in a position of power and I'm I'm working on navigating that. Well, that's where we thrive. And I just want to say I'm cool with rel- relinquishing the split of the Super Bowl tickets with Madeline. Um, <laughs> so I'll split the latter. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, my brother. <laughs> Let's go. No problem at all. No problem at all. <laughs> uh, who do you have on your team that you think is going to go off this week, though? Dude, like I said, this week I expect I fully expect every single one of uh, my my team members to to go off. You know, Calvin Ridley's going off, Derrick Henry's going off, Pollard's going off, Tua's Tua's definitely going off again. The, these guys, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think anybody can compete with us. You know, we're we're just we're about our winning. We're we're about getting those dubs. So that's what we're gonna do. On one second, I got something to say. I got something to say to all the fans out there, to all the all the peeps listening to this show, and this is what I have to say. The NFL is here. Go download better and start playing better picks today for a chance to win 100 times your money. 100 times your money. That's serious. That's I mean, if you bet $1, we're talking $100 cash out. So go download better and do that. You users, even better. You will get a deposit match up to 100 bucks. So you flip that 100, 100x, 100x 100 i don't even want to do the math there that's a lot of money plus there's no minimum deposit that's big time better also has the fastest payouts withdrawals and the highest payouts in the industry download better if you want to i'm not saying you have to use code bow you listen to this this show you want to go get a give me some kickbacks code bow set your nfl lineups now and uh, like i said 100x your money win some money is is wow. be, is better uh legal in Alaska? Dude, better is legal in Alaska. 
Wow, that's clutch. I'm making plays out here. I'm making plays. You might just stay out there. I'm considering it. We're stopping in Juno. I'm going to see what the real estate market's like, and I might just have to pop a squat. <laughs> All right, I'll meet you there. But just text me the real just text me the real spot. Um uh, <laughs> Yeah, no problem. Wait, real so, quick, can we talk about the fact that Sean Strickland is the UFC middleweight champion? What? Bro, I went to bed that night and I was like, I've been waking up like every Sunday morning to like, a pretty wild scenario the last few weekends. And I'm like, let's just let's let's have a calm, cool, like logical morning this time. Nope. Wake up. Getting ready for church, unanimous decision. Sean Sean Strickland, UFC middleweight champion. I'm like, what the hell, dude? How? Did you watch the fight? I I watched the highlights back, and it looked like he just it looks like it looked like Izzy didn't show up, and he just pieced him up. He just beat his ass, or what? I didn't. I literally haven't even watched a single highlight. I haven't watched. Yeah, anything. I don't it know. Looked, it, it looked like he just Izzy like didn't show up and was um slow and and not himself, and Sean Strickland looked really good and. Just kind of walked him down and and knocked him like almost knocked him out in the first round with like a straight one, yeah, straight one two, and he went down hard and and Sean was landing like precision shots as Izzy was fighting back up to his feet. Somehow he survived and then he kind of just did what he always does: walks down, push kick one two, like throwing his normal combinations and was just like not getting hit. Was really just made it a boxing match and just beat him, dominated. Jeez, that's yeah. crazy. That was wild. Is he been talking training hard? <laughs> that's what I. That's what I think. I. I. Uh, it seemed like something was off. So I know after he beat Pereira the last fight, he was. He said like in his uh, interview, he was like, you know, everyone knows I. I like to take vacation sometimes during camp, but I was locked in for this one, and so I was like, <laughs> that's that's an interesting thing to say. So I don't know if he was going off this camp or not, but vacations during camp. Yeah. He actually said that? Yeah. What a dumbass. It was, it was weird. So I don't know how much he was preparing, but... Yeah. yeah. It was like a Humvee against a Prius in that fight. Like, it was so bad. I watched the whole thing. My James. technical analysis uh, from the fight. Um, <laughs> essentially, what I got from that is Sean Strickland just kept walking him down as he couldn't use the distance at all. Couldn't get off his kicks. And from that, um, my analysis would go with Sean Strickland absolutely beating the shit out of Israel Adesanya for <laughs> literally 25 minutes straight. Dude, I was sitting in champs watching it at the bar. And I've never seen, like, my hands were, like, on my head like this the entire time watching that fight. Just looking at it. Like, yeah. of course I bet on Izzy. Are you kidding me? I thought it was a lock. That was wild. Jeez. Yeah, that's pretty pretty crazy. But oh well, man. That just means they want to push me even even harder. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Both of the guys in their prime. Who wins in an MMA fight? Tony's boy, Tom Brady, versus Joe Burrow. Ooh. Hmm. That's a good freaking hypothetical. Tommy Board or Joe Burrow? On site or training? Um, let's go with like bare bones. 
None of them have ever fought. I, both of them have never fought MMA before. Like, like right now, walking in. Yeah, well, not right now. When Tom Brady was younger. Because that would be how it could be fair. Okay. Tom Brady is a competitor. Yeah. But Joe is just so cool. <laughs> there is a coolness factor in MMA, so... There is a big-time coolness factor. And Burroughs... Has Tom Brady come to any MMA fights? Yeah, he's been there. Okay, I was going to say, Burroughs has been to a lot. I, I'm, You know I'm going with Brady. I know you're going to. I'll take Joe. Give me Joe. Give me Joe Shiesty. What 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 was the deal he just signed? Like three hundred mil? Yeah, highest paid quarterback in the NFL. That's crazy. Two hundred and seventy five million dollars. He had eighty two yards on Sunday. Yeah, well, that's one game running. So stop me, <laughs> bro. I do feel that that did really hurt my heart when I saw, um, Rogers and Rogers. Dude, I felt so bad for him, man. That looked like his Achilles just exploded. I didn't see it. Was it bad? It was bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Dude, the Jets just can't catch a freaking break. They won the game though in overtime. That I know that was sick. That was sick. But they just there's always something with those guys. Yeah, it's I can't believe freaking beat the Bills though. The Bills are solid. Yeah. Oh, that is. Yeah. Did you see what uh, Aaron Rodgers said to Garrett Wilson after like uh, during halftime of that game? Mm-mm. So sad. So Garrett Wilson's like one of the receivers on the Jets, and he went in the locker room with Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers said, "Sorry, kid." Like, damn, did like <laughs> Pixar movie ending right there. That is sad. That's mad sad. What you said that too? They were like expecting to win the Super Bowl. Who's Do the you think who, come- Who's the backup QB? I don't even know. Zach Wilson. He he led him to a dub. Yeah, that's big. I don't know. Maybe he gets some stem cell shot in there. I don't know whatever other stuff NFL got going on. And dude, gets... I don't know, man. Maybe he goes back and does one more ayahuasca trip, and yeah, he just... <laughs> <laughs> he realized he doesn't need an Achilles to win. You don't need an Achilles. <laughs> no, that's like a freaking. That could be a surrender. He could be done. That stinks. Yeah. Well, way to end this, uh, you know, great podcast on it. Just an absolutely sad note. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Well, enjoy Alaska, it man. Is. It was nice um, being friends with you for as long as I was. And hopefully I see I see you again at some point. We had a good run. If it doesn't, if it doesn't work out, we had a good run. Never I'm at peace with it. We reached the highest of highs. And- Me too. Um, did everything that we could have done together, and at this point, at this point, I just, I just want to see you. Like, if you don't come back, like thirty years from now, I just want to go to a different country and see you sipping an espresso by yourself, and that's it. Nothing needs to be said. That's the way we'll leave it. All right, all right, boys. Good seeing y'all.